bringing up skillful puja, skillful intentions, remembering skillful aspirations, remembering the Buddha, uh, the path. And so really, you know, so often it's the problems naturally arise, problematic stuff arises because that's what needs to be dealt with. Um, but don't be uh, forced by it. Don't be pushed into, uh, you've got to get this sorted out, you've got to work this out. Yeah. Find your time, because you personally can't do it. You have to, the Dhamma has to do it. So just getting more involved with it isn't necessarily going to do you a lot of good. Um, you know, but you're not ignoring it, but you really build up the foundation where your faculties are strong. First faculty, faith, um, sense of bright heart, absolutely. What makes the heart bright? Mm. Give it some time, turn it over. Is anything. Mm. Mm. Chanting, mm. recollections, mm. beauty of generosity, acts of loving kindness, remembering those that have been shown to you, mm. examples of serene beings, pure ones, rather than tangled up, corrupted people. Mm. Look around, consider and pick up the heart meaning. Mm. The heart has this capacity, it absorbs into what you give attention to. And you must exercise authority over attention. Attention will tend to be pushed by feeling and by the floods, person-forming floods. One of the great floods is the flood of forming a person, rushing into being somebody. Yeah. And if we look at it, open up very obviously, there's energies, there's sensations, there's memories, the perceptions, there's habits, but there's the person is just a, a catchphrase to sum up what is really a, a, a stream. There's an energy in that stream. And sometimes it's not even the topics, but it's the particular habitual energy that drives these topics, the compulsive push, the compulsive agitation, the compulsive fluster. Deal with the compulsion by tackling the energy in your body. Open the heart so we contemplate these things from a serene place, from a compassionate place. This is the way the Buddhas have come through dealing with this flooding experience. It's well described, well known. Everyone comes through this. A flood of tiredness, 
busy, overwhelmed, alone, frustrated. Hmm. And being here, it's being here, settling. The particular rhythm of these floods is can be moderated with breathing, breathing, so the complete out breath, full, fully completed out breath. lingering in the pausing the out-breath opening to receive the in-breath feeling how the in-breath happens what it does opening as the in-breath subsides turns into the out-breath. There's always been a classic meditation and try to just don't focus so much on the sensations as you really need to. Really helpful as to something that operates at a different rhythm than the problem or the stress or the current topic of the thinking mind or the emotions. Rhythm is a helpful theme because the heart does pick up rhythm. You rock a baby, baby feels the rocking, feels comfortable. Play some music, your feet start tapping according to the rhythm. It's very, mind easily picks up rhythm. So now the rhythm of thought can be often pretty much uh, free jazz, you know, zap, 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 zap or rap, you know, <laughs> uh, speech rhythm is often extremely uh, dissonant, hasty, so, and thinking operates at that rate, 
some frantic fast suddenly turns a corner so thinking you know thinking is thinking but it's the, the energy the rhythm the emotion so can we tune to turn the thinking mind to paying attention being thoughtful about breathing being thoughtful means you go hmm wow how's that being thoughtful involves a lot of silence when you speak you listen you speak as much with your ears as with your mouth when you meditate you think as much perhaps more with the silence than you do with the word the silence is going hmm what was that and the thinking the thinking the noisy bit goes oh breathing in feels soft hmm How's that? Yeah, speak little, listen long. Mm. And many of the experiences we don't have a much vocabulary for. You know, these somatic experiences because they're not of the normal topics of conversation so you do, all you're doing is just mm, mm, how, how is that? Mm, that being with it mm, lingering and getting becoming more emotionally intelligent like it just needs to be more spacious there's a warming effect it's intimate it's soothing taking that in something I can trust gift how the body does it and uh, reminding your body there's no hurry now because you're not rushing on to the next thing so all the time in the world to allow inhalation to happen as if you're never going to do it you're just going to soften enough to allow it to move through you yeah. 
feeling tissues opening. The exhalation energy is softening, dissolving, allowing that, allowing the dissolving. It's okay. Feel the firmness of your sitting position. That's your protection, if you like. Within that, the inner core of your being, which is normally compacted with memories, impressions, emotions, residues, letting that soften. Signals that encourage that. No answers, no should be's, no have to, not have to be mindful. So the way you let the it's encouraging the body to find its natural pace. Maybe it's faster than you imagined, slower. Maybe it's not completely smooth, but that's the way it is. But it's always going to be, there's the breathing out, there's the breathing in. And... Uh, absorbing into that.
things settle in. You can notice different energies of the breathing. The inhalation has got a certain bright sharpening quality, form. Breathing out as an expansive or diffusive quality. Pause in between the two is open. There's a certain firmness to it, but it's open. It's not it's open but it's not invaded by anything. It's like a quiet open space. And then things move. Movement comes up. Movement arises. Yeah. Moves in, inhaling. Involuntary. Make sure that you're not doing it, allowing it. See if you're unlocking all kinds of tissues and valves and sphincters and just letting the breath flow through. It can flow, and if it's energy, it can flow through anywhere. It's not just confined to your respiratory tract. Flow through around the tissues of the abdomen. Mm. face mm. breathing out move down your legs thighs, feet so on so don't be constrained by what we imagine breathing to be as an anatomical exchange of gases what we're looking at here is prana breath of life life vitality tingles in the skin sensitive areas of the skin the face hands tingling that that sense of the tissues of the body which is that which is moved by the breathing, call it the earth element. So forget the visual anatomical impression you have of your body, sense what's really there, rubbery, bony, rigid, fluid, heated, stuff. Sending that, as you breathe in, just let the breathing move through that. This is exceptionally healthy. Mm. Mm. If you allow breath energy to penetrate and suffuse your skin, flesh, even the bones, if it's a bath you can immerse yourself in this is the image the Buddha used like a bathtub this warm sudsy energy is moving through quite beautiful We don't need to keep a photograph of ourselves, our bodies, at this time. 
time and careful handling the uh, energies of the body, the breathing starts, it starts to merge into something that's got a subtle light, supple form to it it's enjoyable allow yourself to remember enjoyment lingering enjoying not necessarily meaning resolving thinking but just enjoying an emotional opening to that experience so heart then gets the benefit if you don't enjoy it how are you going to integrate it it's the enjoyment brings the energy into the heart heart that's stressed or nervy or jumpy drinking in through the channel of enjoying, lingering, savouring yeah and find where you can get access like as if you're just able to sip some and take that and let it work on releasing some of the psychologies of stress urgency The doorway to samadhi is happiness, embodied happiness, happiness of feeling disengaged from stressful energies and psychologies. That's important. Because this makes the heart draw close, intimate. And this is where samadhi is the union of the heart and the body. So they have to draw close. You can't push them, squash them, compress them. But this infusion and enjoyment draws them close together it's a happy homecoming
This is a place you can be aware of the most fundamental flood, which is uh, is Asava. One of them says, what's next? Push to the next thing. Push to the next thing. Build it up. Add it. Make more. This is the Asava of becoming. Continuity. Really... Do you need a next thing? Can you just uh, be in an open pause and you know, see what happens? Just uh, being with breathing, see what happens. Mm. Just to get a handle on that, on that time thing. So I'll take some time to rise or descend, <laughs> but move from that um, that depth, whatever depth one is touched into. There's elements again, feeling the earth of the body, the firmness wrapped wrapped around you, supportive, no longer weight pressing you down, but like a comfortable container for your energy, for the earth element. Feel the vibrancy of the fire element, the warming effect. fluidity of these experiences, sensations flowing. And of course this rhythmic inhalation, exhalation.
So as you open your sense doors, sight, to the place, the sensory realm around you or before you, keep your eyes steady and notice when you do there's bound to be some kind of a jump. Oh. And as you feel that jump to the sight, just before you engage with thinking, describing or reacting to that, see if you can, as sight appears, also maintain body, groundedness of the body. So we don't, we sight enters but we don't run out into it. non-proliferation So I'll take leave of you now and encourage you to make good use of your time.